This is the Linda Steele Show on News Talk 980 CKNW. Now in HD. Details at CKNW.com. Welcome back. Not a surprise, all eyes were on the Federal Reserve today as it held rates steady and even hinted that the rate rise in December may have been a policy mistake. Not unexpected, but all the markets reacted. And with more on this, I'm joined by the host of Money Talks, Michael Campbell. Uh, thanks for joining me, Michael. My pleasure. Yeah, there's a lot going on. It's interesting, Linda Hay, how we've elevated central bankers are like the all-stars. You know, 10 years ago, no one would have known the names of anybody, but exactly. now we hang on their every word. Yeah, well, let's start with what the Fed did today. Well, again, they didn't do anything in terms of rates. And, uh, you know, that, remember, they raised in December, and that's the big thing. Nothing in terms of rates there, but a lot of talk about maybe they may have been a little early, and that's where the big debate is now. I mean, they're worried about what's going on in China. Look at the first, you know, first month of this year. Uh, oh, it's been incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had a lot of downward revisions of the global growth forecast, so I think that's what they're looking at at this point. Well, and let's talk now, as mentioned off the top there, that there is talk that the rate hike in December was a policy mistake. Yeah, I mean, that's going to be really debated, but it's really interesting. I'm not sure there was a policy to do. I mean, it's sort of damned if you do and damned if you don't. I mean, there was not going to be any easy way out here. Uh, The Fed took action, remember, in order to sort of rescue the financial system, and then hopefully with these record low rates is to sort of spur on demand. But that's not a very precise tool. I mean, they can't force me to borrow, and if I borrow, they can't force me to put it where they wanted to. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you got a lot of the money. The the Fed would have loved, you know, capital investment, you know, man, manufacturing firm or somebody to expand their business, uh, much more consumer spending, that kind of stuff. But instead, people clearly didn't do that on mass, especially companies. Uh, the, you know, instead, they went out and, uh, you know, they bought things like stocks and bonds, that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, that, that only impacts about 7% of the U.S. economy. Only 7% of the U.S. population directly holds stocks. Uh, interesting, a couple of quotes in the last two weeks from former Fed governors. Now, I guess they're freer to speak, but they said they may make no bones about it. The Fed was very aware by lowering record to record interest rates that they wanted to create a so-called wealth effect. They wanted the stock market to go up and other assets to go up so mm-hmm. people would feel more confident, would feel richer, and then go and spend that money. Uh, so that's what they were after. But the problem is, in the doing of that, they're now the number one game in town. I mean, that's the number one variable. As I say, when you know the Fed speaks, everybody stops what they're doing. I mean, every trader was waiting to hear what they'd say today around the world, literally. So, yeah, the Fed's, you know, so that's the problem. I don't see how they get out of this sort of record low interest rate without the kind of impact we've seen on the markets at this point. I mean, I mentioned at the top there, we, you know, there are people are looking at China, downward vision of growth, so I can tell you, investors are adding what the Fed's going to do to that list. Yeah, you know, and if they're hoping that consumers will start spending again, everyone I know is kind of sitting on their hands wondering what the heck is going on this year. Yeah, that's a great example, though, because they can't control that part. They can, you know, on a textbook, you can say, great, we're going to lower interest rates, and then people will buy. Well, I mean, a simple example is, what if I already own three cars? Who cares what they're, they're giving me zero interest on that? And I think, you know, there still is a big psychological hangover from 2008, 2009, where people said, hey, 
if they didn't get caught in and they're going, I didn't get caught, but I never want to get exposed. Mm-hmm. Companies certainly did that. You know, their balance sheets are way better than they were coming into that 08 problem, but that's also why they're not spending. I mean, another example is look at our own oil patch. I mean, with the problems that they're having with the revision in prices, they're saying, you know what, I'm cutting back on my capital spending. Well, mm-hmm. that's not the stuff of stronger economic growth. And, mm-hmm. and that's what I say. The Fed's created this record low interest rate, this quantitative easing where they bought bonds trying to flood the system. And yeah, they can't determine what I do if I, in fact, borrow or not. So what are we hearing about when the next rate hike is coming and, and what will actually determine that? Well, you, you can look at the market and see where the futures markets are sort of betting on that. So we're certainly now looking into the second quarter, according to the markets. Uh, again, they're going to be keeping their uh, hand on the pulse. The other thing is that the U.S. economy hasn't broken through yet. It's been stronger, obviously, than Europe. It's got better growth numbers in some areas, but they also have some troublesome areas. And it, as I say, it hasn't been able to to get the all clear signal we're really growing now and in fact there's there's many sectors if you want to isolate you can say hey they've got a problem so i think that's the other thing they're looking at they've always said they're going to be driven by what the numbers tell them but the numbers are mixed right now you throw that in with the kind of chaos you're seeing elsewhere in the world and i think they say i'm going to sit in my hands till i see different yeah well let's start talking about oil now because while we've been watching that go down down it has had a little bit of a rebound now off the lows that we saw how yeah. significant is that yeah, a good question, because a couple things are in play here, and one that we continue to forget about uh, is that, you know, there's a, a sort of a market dynamic on the short term. So you would have had tons of people playing that oil market to go down. Mm-hmm. So when it sort of had a, a bottoming phase, and I'm proud to say I actually wrote about this the day of, saying, no, it's going to bounce now. Uh, it looks like it's exhausted to the downside for the short term. For someone saying, hey, you know what, I just made a ton of money in a short period of time playing that market to go down. I'm going to close that position. I'm going to, pl- in other words, you have to buy the oil to finish that position. That's where the impetus, I think, for higher prices is coming. Because the other side is this. Uh, we're still not seeing any big budge when it comes to supply, when it comes to production, and we haven't seen any kind of growth in demand either. So the sort of fundamental dynamics of the market still aren't there. And when we get these recent numbers for inventory, and it's still, yeah, it was a little better this week, but really over the last few months it's high, and we still see very big production numbers. So Mm -hmm. the dynamics aren't there for a big rise. So I was kind of looking for a bounce into this kind of an area, 3234 kind of thing. That was the that was the former uh, base. We broke through that to form down to 26 and a half or so. Now we come back up and test that level again. All right. Uh, this so it's is... a trader's deal. All that long-winded stuff, it's traders <laughs> in the market. It's not a fundamental change to the dynamics of it yet. All right. Thank you, Michael Campbell. <laughs> okay. Thanks, Linda. Still ahead, our Hacks and Flax political panel and the CKNW Health Series takes a look at fast food. Is it really all that bad for you? We'll find out next.